Bill Curry is joining us now from the nation's capital. He is the Globe and Mail's Deputy Ottawa Bureau Chief with over two decades of experience covering Parliament Hill. Bill reports on a wide range of issues with a focus on finance and economics. He's a good friend of this program. His most recent article appeared in the Globe a couple of days ago entitled Serb Audit of High-Risk Cases Finds 65% Went to Ineligible Recipients. Bill Curry, good morning. Welcome back. Morning, Sterling. Good to have you with us, Bill. We just had a conversation with a sociologist at the U of T talking about uh, the pandemic and the protest, and uh, it was all about blame. But in the course of the conversation, our guest Jordan Foster talked about CERB payments and a lot of blame and finger-pointing going on around that and those ineligible recipients that you referenced in your recent article. Uh, Jordan pointed out, Bill, and I'm just looking for verification on this, that the vast majority of those CERB payments to ineligible recipients went to businesses rather than individuals correct uh yeah it's a little bit of uh splitting clear things up a little bit i guess there's 210 uh, billion went out to payments and just a little less than half went to the business businesses through the wage subsidy so okay it was roughly 50 50 uh, payments to businesses versus CERB was the program that went to individuals so there was the SUS, the canada emergency wage subsidy that was the business one and then CERB was the one that went to individuals, and there were some offshoots, some similar programs to CERB that, uh, as, as it went along, they added a few other things to it. One of the last uh, appearances you had with us, Bill, uh, involved uh, an appearance by the uh, head of the Canada Revenue Agency in front of a parliamentary committee, which trying to dress him down for a lot of mismanagement of these funds, and was very curious about his rather cavalier attitude towards recovering said funds. Has Canada Revenue Agency had a change of heart at all with respect to chasing down all of those billions of dollars bill yeah well i think that's what these stories are about here like to to step back for your listeners this all flows from that december auditor general's report that found a lot of issues with the way both of these programs the ones for individuals and the ones for businesses are being reviewed and she's saying you know sure the canada revenue agency is doing some auditing but she thinks that they should be far more aggressive Mm -hmm. and so that's the difference of opinion the auditor general saying like you know there's over $200 billion here. You should be auditing a much larger percentage of this. And the Canada Revenue Agency's response is essentially, well, no, don't worry. We have this risk-based approach where we are able to do some research and highlight those that are most at risk, and we'll just focus on those. And so there's a difference of opinion on that, and MPs have been, uh, over the last few weeks, calling CRA officials, asking for more documents, getting a better sense of what the CRA is actually doing. And so that was this latest story that we did was um, on the uh, payments to individuals. Mm-hmm. They targeted about uh, just over $5 billion, which they considered to be a high-risk cases. And then they found out that 65% of that were actually uh, ineligible. So they're trying to now recoup that. So that raises the question, well, if, if you targeted $5 billion and you found over $3 billion in, in red flags you're going to go after, you know, what happens if you audit the next riskiest five billion or you know are you still going to get 65 percent like at one point is it worth doing more and that's something that the cra is just not giving a clear answer to the mps keep asking we've asked uh, and they just say you know we're, we're working on it and we'll have more to say later but uh we're, there's not clear answers from the cra as to why they are only doing this kind of small fraction review 
of the over 200 billion that went out to individuals and businesses during the pandemic. Yeah, Bill, does it surprise you this weekend that we're also seeing reports now that the CRA is investigating or firing 10 employees of itself who received CERB benefits, though employed, and they also revealed they expect to expend rather uh, roughly a billion dollars trying to recoup suspected overpayments from those uh, financial aid programs. So that's uh, that would represent at least uh, a significant perhaps responding to this pressure that the MPs have been pretty constantly uh, laying on the CRA to, to, to provide more documentation and more evidence of perhaps zeal for recovery. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, I mean, I think a lot of people would understand that when the pandemic hit, uh, this was a really uh, unprecedented situation. Sure. And some of these programs were, were drawn up at the last minute and rushed out the door. But the other point that MPs will make, the opposition MPs particularly, is that like this went on for you know a good year and a half, mm-hmm. and there was different versions of this. And there were, in some cases, they did uh, make modifications. For instance, you know people started to raise questions like, why are wage subsidy payments going to companies that are then giving executive bonuses, right? So that was an issue. And, right. and it wasn't until really towards the end of that program that they started to tighten it up it was just like the, the very final versions of the, that program had some um, restrictions on that. So the same way, uh, you know, we're seeing, you know, a billion dollars went to companies that were insolvent. So, you know, it's pretty hard to keep on staff if you're actually in the process of shutting down your operations. So, you know, yes, you might have uh, had some loose rules at the start. But mm-hmm. The questions are, you know, why didn't you tighten this up when, when people were starting to raise concerns uh, as this went on? Well, you and I have discussed this uh, in, in past uh, exchanges, Bill. The the directive at the very beginning, and again, it was imperative that this money get out quickly to those particularly in very dire need of it. But the directives included, at the beginning at least, ignore obvious red flags. And of course, you've mentioned, you've used the word red flags in this morning's conversation. Did that directive ever get taken down, or was it still at play through all of the phases of of, uh, CERB payments? Well, I mean, the CRA will say that they did do some pre-screening and and caught some stuff, so it's uh, that's the thing where the the MPs are trying to sort out what exactly happened here, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's it's not entirely clear how they dealt with that, but there are, the, f- the pledge at the early days also was that, you know, we're going to take your word for this. This is going to be attestation based, is how they describe it. So if you say you've meet, met the criteria, we'll take your word for it. We'll give you the money, but if you really didn't meet the criteria, we're going to come back after. That was what that was said at the time, and the question now is whether that's happening. And there's also, you know, some suspicions about this, especially from opposition MPs. You know, are they they're wondering, is this a political decision that they don't really want the CRA going after every dollar because it'll just annoy a lot of people who are also voters? And the Auditor General as well had said, like, if, if a policy decision has been made that, you know, for whatever reason the government doesn't want to go after aggressively on these programs, perhaps feeling that, uh, you know, they were largely requested in good faith, mm-hmm. then the government should say so. So the government hasn't really said whether it's given any kind of direction to the CRA on aggressiveness, uh, leaving this kind of 
uncertainty over the program and the level of aggressiveness going on in terms of following up on that promise to go after people who applied for these programs that didn't meet the criteria. And as you investigate, you and your team investigate the uh, the government and its intentions, uh, and of course we are now within a, probably about a one-year window of a national election, so there is always that overriding consideration. Have you found any evidence at all, Bill, that the government intends to uh, make a plan and actually recover the maximum amount they possibly can? At the moment, they certainly don't want to go for the maximum amount. Uh, and that's what uh, got Bob Hamilton in some hot water. He's the head of the Canada Revenue Agency. Yeah. Essentially saying it wouldn't be worth the effort to go after every penny. So, and, and there's you know, probably some truth to that. You know, The cost of hiring auditors to go after every payment, uh, you, you probably have to do a cost-benefit analysis of that. And so, you know, certainly there does make sense to do some kind of calculation as to what's Where's, where's your time best spent? Is it best spent going after the largest payments, the largest companies, the individuals who got the most money, or do you go after every penny? So, you know, somewhere in that spectrum, there's a line to be drawn, and that's the debate that's going on in Ottawa here. Is the opposition says you, you've drawn far too narrow a pool to go after, and you should be expanding that reach. Right, and uh, and revenue and, and the Canada Revenue Agency, as I said, uh, asked earlier about a change of heart, not necessarily a complete change of heart, but as you mentioned, the Auditor General back before Christmas talked about a lack of rigor uh, yeah. on the part of the Canada Revenue Agency. So apparently, uh, they've at least recognized the fact that the whole country has has seen them kind of sitting back in their chair, going, "Well, really, not much to see here. Uh, that's not uh, it's not working for them, is it?" Yeah, I mean, I think the CRA is certainly aware that this is an issue that people are watching closely. I know that they've, you know, they've put some of the senior officials in touch with me to kind of explain how they're going about things and where they disagree with the Auditor General. So some interesting conversations there, for instance, like on the wage subsidy that went to businesses, the um, Auditor General said there's about $15 billion that the CRA should be looking at more closely. Mm-hmm. And the CRA's response is that, well, that's based on some some research that they disagree with, and and they have their own 14.7 billion that they've highlighted, and that that is more focused on the larger companies. So they've decided it makes more sense in their view to go after the the biggest companies uh, and the, the payments that they received, whereas they argue the uh, the CRA's target number would have caught a whole lot of really small businesses and. Uh, so, you know, we're starting to get a little bit of a window into the CRA's thinking on this. But um. It sounds like they're trying to cooperate as you uh, make uh, take phone calls with senior executives in the revenue department. Uh, clearly, uh, the fact that they're taking your calls and having conversations with you would suggest they're trying to they're trying to do some kind of media thing, right? Trying to, to uh, reestablish some kind of credibility with a lot of people asking, well, rather pointed questions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So. Um, it's been interesting work. That's one kind of nice thing about having a minority parliament is you get some pretty interesting research as journalists. Uh, so, you know, these stories are based on the opposition MPs asking the CRA to provide detailed answers and, and, and reports, you know, in written form to explain exactly what they're doing. And so, you know, sometimes in a majority uh, government, it's also a majority on committees. And so you don't get these, these motions passing that, uh, Course testimony and documents on a whole wide range of things. So it's, it's been interesting to follow, and, and absolutely the CRAs is trying to uh, 
get their uh, version of events out there as, as best as they can. Well, and it's great reporting that uh, you're at least showing both sides of the story and to the, and the degree to which they're sort of trying to turn that ship around. CERB yes. audit of high-risk cases finds 65% went to ineligible recipients. A story uh, most recently uh, published by Bill Curry in the Globe and Mail. Mr. Curry, the Deputy Ottawa Bureau Chief of the Globe. Bill, good to have you back. Thanks so much, and keep up the good work. Thanks, Sterling. All the best.